Welcome to Sudbury Scrub, a 40k podcast for the Sudbury community, season 7. Wow, what a season we just had before, and we're going into lockdown now. <laughs> oh, what, how unfortunate, how, how much that sucks, but hey, you know what? You do what you gotta do, I'll try to bring you more news and more stuff, even if there's not gonna be a whole lot of gaming going on for the next four weeks. Uh, we can still chat about it, we can still discuss, hey, this is what, this is how things are working in the rest of the world, these are things that are coming out. So the first one I want to chat about is this new FAQ, which I think is going to have some pretty cool things um, for changing up, especially more of the, the lower tier armies are going to have some nice changes on it. Um, you know, points have been adjusted for a bunch of things, so definitely that's something that, that you'll have to review. I'm not going to review all the different points changes because I don't know what all the points changes are, but I have been hearing some other things out there. And there are a few that they draw attention to themselves right in the main book, or right in the main FAQ. So let's go through some of these things. Now, I'd say the biggest one when talking about, uh, well, let's go through it one by one. First off, let's talk about uh, the primary change, which is if you are now going second, on the last turn of the game, you get to score at the end of your turn rather than at the start of your turn. I think this is a great change. I think there's going to be a lot that will come out of this. It's really going to help for those games that were close that maybe you lost because um, you got the roll off to go second, but it was a close game otherwise. Uh, now you're probably going to win in that situation. And other games where you're just trailing, maybe now will just be right close and that'll be a real toss-up. The main reason for this is during the last turn of the game, uh, the player going first kind of had a bit of advantage that they could leave all their objectives to go and, and really try to batten down the hatches on their opponent. They could really just try to mess with them. Uh, meanwhile, the last player never kind of got a chance to really counter. They never got that chance to answer the first player. Uh, that's really been shifted. So that's, and, and I say shifted because that same situation now comes up in reverse at the end of turn four. That's right, because on the fourth turn, the player going second, they'll score at the beginning of their turn, but then they don't have to sit on those objectives. They can try to completely leave their objectives at the end of turn four, try to mess up turn uh, player the first player for their turn five so that that player doesn't get very much. And then at the end of the second player's fifth turn, they do get to score, whereas the, uh, the player that went first they might just be out of uh, any chance of scoring points on turn five, right? So th that's a that's where that big uh, change happens when you change just one player's ability to score on the final turn, is that it kind of shifts that dynamic, not just for that final turn, but also for the turn before in leading up to it. So that's pretty cool. Next, we got the secondary objective changes. While we stand, we fight is now based per unit rather than per model. I think this is a great change because uh, I think it's what a lot of people have expected the rule to be and there were a lot of there were more than once that I ran into somebody that thought oh I'm selecting this unit and it's like no you select the model it's not it was just a very strange interaction and they just kind of cut that out now there are going to be some things that are really 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 going to be hard to kill I like to think uh, Alaris Terminators are going to be the bee's knees with this 
because you have to kill every part of that unit, even if the unit breaks up, they're all and they all go their separate ways. You'll still have to uh, kill every part of it. And that's going to be quite an ask for something like that. But also, other other units can present their own me uh, reasons for making that very challenging. Or heck, you just get something really tough, throw a bunch of defensive buffs on it, put it somewhere difficult to get to, and bam, there you go. Right. Um, and it's going to take away from those army lists. I think we're like, well, here's these characters that are almost impossible to kill already, and they're just surrounded by a bunch of troops already, and it's going to take away some of those ones. I don't think those ones were um, really interesting to fight against, and there weren't a whole lot of them. So I think overall this is a change for the better, not the worse. <clears throat> uh, next up, we've got change to bring it down. Phenomenal change. So happy about this one. This is going to allow a whole bunch of new styles of lists to come out and play. Because beforehand, uh, if you had just like six vehicles, monsters or vehicles in your list, you were probably giving up max points on this, which really, really sucked, especially for a bunch of armies that use lots of vehicles because their guys are frail and their vehicles are cheap and their monsters are the way that they deal damage. Looking at you, Tyranids in particular, uh, but also other factions like Dark Eldar have a lot of these kinds of things. Um, so now, with Bring It Down changing up to being worth one less point uh, per unit that is killed, or sorry, per vehicle or monster model that is destroyed like this, suddenly some of those lists that were given up max points are only giving up like seven points, eight points maybe. And that's a big difference. Now your opponent may not even want to select this. You really got to be super all in on the vehicle game for this to be worth maximum. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, and I'm hoping to, cheat to see a few further changes for other ones that are easy to max out for other secondaries. I like when these secondaries are really hard to max out. So um, I think this is a great change there. And again, it's just going to mean that other lists are going to be able to start springing up. More transport-based lists because... Uh, a number of these weaker armies, that's kind of what they've been doing. And uh, I think it's just going to work out really well in that direction. Uh, lastly, we have got Abhor the Witch. I It's my least favorite secondary um, as it is because of the whole, you can only take it if you don't have any psychers in your list. And so it really encourages, it really skews list building in a way that I don't think uh, they intended that I think they were they were thinking it wasn't gonna be as big an impact as it was It's a huge impact a lot of players try to avoid taking psychers if they can only taking those psychers if uh, They really have no other choice And so that was kind of the case with you know uh, Tyranids Eldar um, Chaos had the real question like do I take a psyker or not and it was a real pain to try to make that choice because uh, the chaos kind of lives or dies by those psychers, you know, so they're giving up, it, it was just a bad hit on both of them. Uh, meanwhile, space marines, you know, chaplains are really amazing. They stopped taking psychers, which I think is just unfortunate. I, I, I really wish that we saw more of these because these powers are really, really good, but they just weren't giving up the, it wasn't worth it to give this one up. Uh, now that psychic characters are only going to be worth three victory points rather than five, and kind of like with the bring it down change, it's usually not going to be worth it. 
to try to even take this one if your opponent's just got three psychers, because then it's only going to be nine victory points, assuming you actually kill all those units. So, and opponents that just have two psychers, it's only six, so, whereas before it would have been ten. One more than even the three version here, right? Than the three psychers in the list version. So, uh, with that change, then you're going to see more players taking psychers, because they're not worried about get, losing the chance to score those points any longer, because they're not going to be thinking they're going to score it anyways. Uh, that might give a spot for Grey Knights and Thousand Suns to kind of find a, a spot back, but I don't, still don't think that's going to be up enough, because there's still enough armies out there that will very incidentally just not have Psychers. That's really going to hurt them, and those armies will still score max points against Grey Knights and Thousand Suns in that case. So. Uh, I still don't like it. Fundamentally, the problem with this secondary is just that fact that it can only be scored if you don't have any psychers. I fully disagree with that. I think they got to really change it around. I know what how I'd like the change to be, but I'm not going to change anything by talking about it here. So I'm not going to. <laughs> um, so there we go. That's all the changes to the missions, how that's played. Oh, there's also the when you roll a dice, uh, if you win the roll, you go first. There's no banning about trying to think, okay, am I going to go first? Am I going to go second? Which do I, Which of these do I want it to be? Uh, no, it's just straight up, you, you go first. Some people are saying that this is a big deal. I don't really see it myself. The game was very heavily skewed going first anyways, uh, so you would just try to pick that anyways. So that was already pretty much 50-50. Uh, for the very few armies that might have been designed to go second, uh, those ones, okay, they, they're losing out on this, but again, they were kind of looking to go second anyways, right? I don't think there, many of these folks, many of these lists existed, um, and those that did, again, they, they, now they're just going to have to plan for maybe going first, which I don't think is that big a deal. So yeah, don't think that one's a massive deal, but it, hey, it's there. So next up we got then... Uh, some of the little um, points changes. I do want to kind of cover these, and that's going to be things like Eradicators, Inceptors, Outriders, I think, are the poster child of the points changes this time round. Um, these units are, you know, just just really, really good. Bladeguard, surprisingly, not in this list at all, um, but at the same time, I think the way that they play, having to actually get in there and fight, puts them in a risky enough position that um, Games Workshop is happy with where they are. And having less supporting fire behind them also makes them worse all on their own, just like that too, right? So uh, everything else may be in a little bit worse, actually makes Bladeguard a little bit worse without even having to throw in any points just for the way that shooting close combat complement each other. Uh, so yeah, five point increase on each of these three units. That means if your opponent has nine of these models in any combination in their army, they're playing down 45 points from where they were before. And I'd say most armies, most space marine armies, had at least nine of each of these. Uh, or I should say nine of, of some combination of these. They very well could have had even more. Um, I had seen armies here in Cyber that were like, all right, here's nine Outriders and nine Eradicators, and that's just like, well, there you go. That's playing now down 90 points. That's a that's a big deal. Uh, that's and there are armies that out in the world. I wouldn't say in Cyber, but out in the world 
that would be now playing down 135 points. Those are not inconsequential differences in points costs. So, um, yeah, this this is, uh, I'd say, a very good change for the Space Marines. Um, or I should say, health of the game. Uh, just because these hyper-efficient units are going to be kind of out. A little surprised to see Outriders in on that list, too, just because I think, uh, conceptually, they work in a... Uh, in the same kind of brain space as uh, Bladeguard do for in terms of how to appropriately cost them, uh, but I'm still happy that it is what it is there. There are other points adjustment changes for a lot of other factions. Um, some of the big standout ones that people are talking about are the Tau had a number of points drops across their more core, I would say, more of their core units. Uh, whereas shield drones and commanders specifically got a points increase. Now I'm hearing that there's some interesting new d developments happening with how Tau players are moving about, so that could really be a big difference. That's really going to combo quite nicely with uh, the change to their Montka ability. Now I'm saying it's a change um, in almost entirely. Th there's discussion. There's major discussion online right now as to whether or not the change actually works or not, uh, but in my mind, Games Workshop wouldn't make this change unless they actually intended it to be a change from what it was previously. Previously, Montka wouldn't let you shoot when you fell back. Uh, now the new version kind of appears to do so. It says that you get to choose any number of units that are within six inches of the commander calling Montka, uh, and those units count as not as having moved. That means they have not taken the fallback movement. I really wish Games Orchard had just said that they had take had, that they had remained stationary because that's the wording that's in the book, uh, that's in the new books now, uh, instead of whatever move they had actually made. And if they had, if they had done that, then I think it would be a lot clearer. Uh, as it is, there is some wiggle room there. But the whole idea of this, though, is if they can shoot after falling back uh, as a Almost again, this one will be almost the whole army just because the way that Tau operate, right? And uh, usually a bit of a castle formation uh, that's going to be quite effective. Uh, that's going to be quite effective for those turns where you really, really, really need to. So you can just fall back like an inch from an objective and still shoot at the enemy unit that's on it and then finish shooting, and now you are now holding it. That's a big deal. Um, or Riptides being able to jump over the enemy as they fall back and kind of get into those really useful positions, right? A lot of these fly units that still exist in the Tau list, right? Uh, that you just don't normally think of anymore just because of that whole thing, taking flying things, you know, locked them, locked them out for a turn kind of thing, um, is going to be very effective for that. Farsight Enclaves, I think, are still going to be really great, even with the commander increase, just because now Farsight Enclaves can apparently call Montka twice during a game, and that's, again, just really, really, really effective. Uh, so, yeah, I think there, there's going to be some d real developments for the Tau. Space Marines lost the ability to for the Apothecary to fix the ATV, not something we actually saw really done too, too much in Sudbury. Uh, there were a couple people just, you know, banding it, doing it a little bit here and there. It didn't really make any major waves, except for the fact that it just looks and sounds silly. And I agree, it is silly. It's just not something that the apothecary shouldn't be fixing what is ostensibly a vehicle better than the tech marines do. Uh, and eight wounds 
back for zero CP um, is is banal, is just ridiculous. Um, so I'm glad that that's adjusted. People are saying that Tyranids, a number of Tyranids got points decreases. And interestingly enough, the Hive Guard, which a lot of people consider to be this is the only Tyranid unit honestly worth running, got a points decrease of five points per model. So that's a big deal. Apparently, uh, some other big bugs, though, got some points decreases. And again, when you combine that in with the changes to the missions, the secondaries especially, uh, there could be some new bug brews on the horizon. Looking forward to that. Uh, another one that I'd say is really cool is that the Devil Gaunt design, the, the Termagant with the Flesh Borer, not Flesh Borer, sorry, with the, uh, the Devourer, uh, is, that got a points decrease. The, the Devourer got a points decrease. So that makes those units actually um, efficient. You probably want to have Devourers on all your Termagants because it's just a way better weapon and you're, you're getting more shots from farther range. So that kind of, that one, that makes, that's good for those, uh, for if you're actually trying to shoot with them. Yeah, so uh, a number of changes there. I think the Montcalm one is really interesting in particular, like I said, just because it's showing that Games Workshop is trying to uh, re rehash how some of these armies are going to work, how they're going to interact with the battlefield, and how they want to accomplish each of their goals. Uh, so that's that's really, I, I'm I'm really happy to see that moving forward in that way. Uh, let's see, there is the Nurglings. Nurglings got a point increase, and they also got a little less survivable. Uh, previously, there was some discussion as to whether or not Nurglings would benefit from feel no pain against mortal wounds, um, and I don't think that was a discussion that everyone anywhere seriously. But now Games Workshop has said, yeah, no, Nurglings don't, they don't get to use their Feel No Pain against Mortal Wounds, because they're not attacks. Uh, so, there we go. Also, be, being more uh, expensive, Nurglings also aren't going to be quite the uh, mass-forward objective takers that they are right now. So that one's uh, a little unfortunate for some of our Chaos friends out there that really, really probably felt like they needed them. But let's face it, you're still going to take them because they still fill that niche. They're just going to do it a little worse than they did before. Uh, let's see, any other... Necrons had to change this to the Nightbringer. I don't think this is a really major deal. It's one model, 10 points more. You can find 10 points in the list somewhere. If you're arguing about that, uh, I don't know. 50 points you can find in a list somewhere if you really want to. <laughs> 10, 10 points, don't, don't, don't cry me a river here. Um, the basic Lehman Russ, this one I found interesting. The basic Lehman Russ got cheaper, not the, the tank commander. I think the tank commander actually might have gone up. I can't recall, but the basic tank, uh, Lehman Russ tank got cheaper, which is pretty cool because, it, again, it's just helping to make there be a real difference between um, the, the, the you would always try to take the tank commander rather than the basic one uh, just because that the bare ballistic skill just paid off so, so, so much um, and now it's like, no, 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 no the, ba the basic one, you know, has to be less, right, or the, the tank commander has to be more and making the basic one less, I think is just the great way to go 
and it's blessed for both regular guard and for Gene Steeler Cult, which I'm really happy about. So there could be some more of these. Again, the change, these changes to bring it down really help a player like a guard player who would usually give up 15 points from bring it down. And now that's just going to be a lot harder for their opponent to max out on. So I think that's great. Um, and yeah, uh, oh, transports, chimeras, uh, and a number of transports for a number of players have gone down in points. So if you have a transport in your army, take a look at it because it's gone down and it's uh, transports are, are turning out to be really quite effective in this edition. So keep an eye on that one. I think that about covers it. I think that that covers all the uh, major changes. There's some other changes that are out there. Uh, you know, odd interactions of the rules that I don't think anybody here was really playing incorrectly. Uh, they, you know, they came out and said, hey, flyers, yeah, you, or aircraft, I should say, aircraft, you can charge them with flyers. Go. F that actually was missing. You guys probably heard me before say that that was missing from the rules and that, you know, obviously everyone played it the right way that you could. But it was just kind of a funny thing to point out that, hey, technically you can't because there is a, a, a player just getting into the game would see, wouldn't see any anything saying that, yes, they could be charged by a guy with fly. Um, but, you know, all, all of us older vets kind of figured, well, yeah, that makes it makes sense because you could before. And there's other spots in the rules that kind of suggest that you would maybe already be in combat with one. So let's just do it. <laughs> and the games workshop said, yeah, yeah, it's both, it is there. We're sorry. So I, I'm just glad that they're out with these things. They're, they're not, uh, holding back too, too much, uh, on them. We'll see more FAQs come out in the summer. It'll be sometime before then, but Hey, we've got dark angels coming up with a new codex shortly. We've got death guard coming out with a new codex shortly. There's some big news on those ones. I'm, I just want to say right here, I saw that uh, Morty will have four Warlord traits. He comes with stock three, plus he'll get to choose a fourth one. Wow! That is incredible, especially since it kind of sounds like one of them was a feel no pain. Wow! Especially, you know, so like things are, are just going to plink off of him now. He is going to be back to being an immortal monster. There's your, uh, you know... Uh, while we stand, we fight choice because that guy, he's not going to go down <laughs> and he's going to be worth a lot of points. So you'll be able to take, uh, choose him too. So thank you for listening to Sudbury Scrub. We got other fun stuff coming up in the future. Keep listening in. I'll try to come out to you guys at least once a week with what's going on here in the North. Thanks for listening. Keep on wargaming and keep scoring those primaries.